Hi, this is Sean. I'm Liv. And welcome to Case Closed? Question mark? proposed schedule um, which is still a very loose schedule you will either get them on Wednesdays or Thursdays um, that depends on our child it depends on um, you know his work schedule, work schedule yeah. there's a little bit going on um, so sorry I got distracted we're talking about a cat pillow and a group message and it just popped up and distracted me if you ever want a um, quick look into our lives I hope that that kind of give you yeah. give you a little bit of a wild insight um, so I am kind of taking charge of our um, I don't really even want to say scheduling because I definitely go through you for what we do next um, I think I we've decided that I'm doing research um, yeah I mean let's just be honest like my I don't have a um, I, my, I, I'm a very analytical thinker, right? but at the same time, I'm not a put-together analytical thinker. You like to listen to podcasts and be done, and, and books and be done. Yeah. I like to create yeah, like, I'm like, sto- I'm one of those not people. stories, but like I like to write about them, yeah. and I like to put it all in one place. I, I, I wished, at one point in my life, I thought I was going to be one of those types where I could write more, and mm-hmm. as you can tell, there's three different journals sitting next to us on yeah. the... On the uh, the desk there that I didn't write like anything in them. Um, yeah. But I don't write consistently. Yeah. But when I'm especially talking about cases, I need a timeline. I need to look at one sheet of paper that says, you know, this time, this time, this time, and X, Y, Z, and yeah. I have all my bullet points and things. And um, you're much more like like a vocal or an audit auditory. Yeah. No. Like, I, I. I. It's just. It's just the only way that I. I work. I can't. Yeah. I can't sit there and like read a I've book. tried to make him do research. I don't even remember what case it was that I made you put together. I can't remember It was either. like pulling teeth. It's like yeah. he didn't want to do it anymore. It was, one of our, it was like one of our first. It was like he did of, a good job with it, yeah. but it was like pulling teeth to make you come in here and put it on paper. Yeah. So it just makes more sense to like kind of have her do the research and then <laughs> we talk about it and me read it over or whatnot and you know when we can. But for this one... She's kept it kind of close to the chest because she wants to... There's only a few things because you did start a little bit of the research before me. Um, yeah. Because you watched The Staircase before we met. Yeah. Um, and I had watched The Staircase before we met. So we both came into it with different ideas. Yeah. Um, so this is a little precursor. And obviously you saw the title of this article or of this article of this podcast um <laughs> is i decided to do kathleen peterson versus michael peterson because again we're trying to be more victim focused and not um necessarily the sorry if you hear our chair oh, i need a better chair um and also the feedback on our monitor which is about to die so please pause we're back sorry i just realized that the monitor was dying as i was talking about the monitor so i figured if i didn't plug it in then we just have to hear beeping here in a minute um, so yeah, we both came into this with a different idea. And of course, because I took over research, we now have a four part series coming out about this case. Um, and Which I think from the beginning, we always knew that it was going to be a multiple part. Yeah, we but kinda, you were thinking I think, two parts. I think we had, yeah, I think we originally thought 
a two-parter, but, um... <laughs> but have you met me? Um, <laughs> first of all, we like to talk, because obviously this is going to be a kind of... I feel like we do pretty good with intros. We don't spend yeah. 17 years talking in an intro. Well, I, I say that, but I don't really know what other people feel. Right. <laughs> um, and I don't mind a longer intro. I know some people are just ready to get into a case. Um, but we do talk pretty um, yeah. in in depth about what we know. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, with that, I guess we'll kind of get into it. December 9th, 2001. Kathleen Peterson... 48-year-old um, white female was found at the bottom of the stairs. Um, multiple lacerations to her head. Um, and police responded eight minutes after the first call that mm -hmm. was made at 2.40 a.m. Um, the second call was made at 2.46 a.m. We'll get to that in just a second um, because I want to kind of read the transcript because I know it's hard to hear. Um, one note I'll make before we do that, um, just the general, we've talked about this before with John Bonet, the multiple, I don't think they made multiple calls, did they? I can't remember. It wasn't multiple calls. No, the, the thing with the John Bonet was that in the call, you could hear, you could background. hear in the background, like muttering going on. Right, yeah. where they were still talking, but the hanging up, I yeah. think it's not, it, well, they didn't have multiple calls. We, I think we said it in the John Bonet when you... Mm -hmm. Hang up on police, it's never a good idea, but it also makes it suspicious. Um, right. This particular episode, we are not going to focus on Michael. I don't want the entire series to be on Michael. And unfortunately, there's not a ton known about Kathleen. Um, so I want to honor her as best as possible because she does get kind of overlooked in a lot of this. Mm -hmm. um, but I just wanted to start off with saying that. So now we're going to go into the transcripts and I'm gonna have you read uh, Peterson <laughs> <laughs> if you don't mind and I'll be the 911 operator okay ready yeah okay Durham 911 what's your emergency 1810 Cedar Street please what's wrong my wife had an accident she's still breathing what kind of accident she fell down the stairs she's still breathing please come is she conscious what is she conscious no, she's not conscious, please. How many stairs did she fall down? What? Huh? How many stairs did? The back stairs. How many stairs? Oh, uh, uh. Calm down, sir. Calm down. Oh, uh, 15, 20, I don't know. Please, get somebody here right, right away, please. Okay, someone's dispatching the ambulance while I'm asking you questions. It, it's off, uh, um, it's, uh, Forest Hills, okay? Please, please. Okay, sir, somebody else is dispatching the ambulance. Is she awake now? Uh, uh. Hello? Hello? Uh, um, uh, oh, uh. Dial Okay, so that was at 2.40 a.m. Our second call is at 2.46 a.m. Durham 911, what's your emergency? Where are they? This is 1810 Cedar. What? She's not breathing. Please, please, would you hurry up? Sir? Can you hear me? Sir? Sir, calm down. They're on their way. Can you tell me for sure she's not breathing? Sir? Dial tone. Hello? Hello? end of call so like i said we should be able to hear the audio um but i know especially when i'm going down the road listening to podcasts it's pretty hard to decipher um yeah the 911 calls it's kind of hard no matter how you listen to them although i feel like these 911 calls they're pretty clear yeah um but because i mean it was it, i mean yes it was 2001 yeah but i still think for the most part from what i remember from both the documentary and the tv show right 
they were pretty clear. I just feel like when you embed them into audio, it does get a little yeah, murky. That's um, true. So I just wanted to make sure you guys had the full concept, yeah. I guess is what I'm saying. Um, so those were the those were the police calls. Um, those calls. I get, we'll talk more in, in mm-hmm. part four about like kind of our theories. I will go ahead and t- like just reiterate, hanging up doesn't sound super great. Um, yeah, I mean. It's weird. I, I guess I, I think this is, I mean. Without me, going into the like thing. Right. I think for me that always is something that people, I, to play devil's advocate, um, which you'll see a lot going on in this in this. Yeah, I think you'll figure out pretty quickly we're on opposite sides of the yeah. spectrum here again. I mean, not complete opposite, but at the no, same time. No, complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But I think there's always that whole thing where people talk about you never know how somebody's going to react during Absolutely. it. So I always keep that in mind when it comes to, yeah, I agree, you just shouldn't hang up. Like, at least just put the phone down. If you're freaking out, like, leave, stay on the line with them, but don't hang up. Like, I, just, I, I can't picture our world where... Yes, the phones were different, yeah. so I'll give them that. But I, I'm looking at my phone currently. I'm talking on my phone currently. I look at my phone, I hang up in the middle yeah. of that scenario. Yeah. It doesn't matter what iPhone, a flip phone, whatever phone it calls No, from, I agree. You, you have to take your phone from your ear and physically hang up the phone to end where you did. He didn't yeah. throw it on the floor and, and, and it right. end the call. So that's where I am with that yeah. is I just feel like that's super weird. I, I, no, it's definitely weird. I, I agree. Yeah. I, even when you're grieving, I don't see yourself ha- taking the time to hang up to then go back to what the crime scene that you came to yeah. um, or the scene that you stumble upon. It right. just seems weird. Um, so the police arrived relatively quickly, um, eight minutes, yeah. uh, which is which is pretty quick. Um, yeah, definitely. We've been to the sure. house, so it is kind of it is kind of hard to find if you don't know where the house is. Yeah. Um, we I had to go to Duke for a medical thing. We weren't just being crime junkies, but I wish we were. <laughs> right. Um, I wish that we can claim that as one of our excursions, but we weren't. Um, but yeah, so we went and it, it's gated. And see, so it, it is pretty hard to get into. Um, and I can't remember if they said the gate was there in 2001 or not. I don't remember when the gate was put up. Yeah, I can't remember either. I think they talked about that in... I think they talked about that in the, the staircase, like the documentary. Right. It might but, have been put up after. But either way, it's kind of away from the... It's, it's, um, it's, a, little be- it's, a, it's a little bit pushed back from the road, like yeah, set yeah. back. Um, but again, still, eight minutes, pretty quick. Right. Um, and he was also, Michael Peterson and Kathleen were very alone in the community, so I'm sure people knew where their house were, was. Yeah, um, and they, yeah, and we'll get to more about what Michael's involvement in the community was. But, yeah, yeah he was he was well-known. She, you know, we'll talk about what, what she mm-hmm. did. But and she, they just had a very big footprint in the, in the, in in the, the community. community there, yeah. Yeah, I can't find a ton where police watch the scene. Uh, because typically that's what I like to talk about is how things yeah. are really uh, messed up. And there were things that were messed up. Um, again, we'll get into it when we get to talk about the trial and stuff like right. that. Right. I think but, I think more of the issues, like you said, yeah, will come when we talk about the state's case. Yes. But uh, the actual handling of the crime scene, yeah. I think they did a very good job of. They did keep Michael and Todd came home, which is his 
youngest son, um, we'll get into the whole family thing um, as we go along. People who don't know this case, it has your favorite favorite term more twist in it than a pretzel factory. Yeah, as my dad used to say, there's more a twist than a pretzel factory in this case. Yes, and I um, I'm sorry. So there is a lot of yeah, moving parts, and there's a lot of people to talk about. But like I said, this episode in particular is about Kathleen. Yeah. Um, we will talk about the subsequent family members coming up, and we'll touch on them a little bit as we go. But this one is primarily about her. Um, like I said, Todd is the younger son of Michael Peterson from a previous marriage. He had Clayton and Todd. Um, Todd comes home as the police are there. He's coming home from a party with... I've seen things say friend and some things say friends, plural. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit unclear because I think the staircase and the HBO both said something different as well. HBO said you know, the one, um, I think the staircase hinted to friends, um, multiple being there. It's not very clear. It doesn't really matter because they weren't at the house. Right. They're they're not, it's not there. There, there's no involvement for them in the crime. No. And I even, I found the name of one of the friends. I'm not going to repeat it because they weren't a part of this and I don't feel like that's needed. Um, but they, they did come to the house. The police didn't want to let them in. And he was pretty combative. Like, he really didn't um, want to cooperate with police, rightfully so, in his own sense. Because I yeah. feel like that would be difficult to be walking into that. He did see his stepmother on the floor like that. And he was worried about his father. So, uh, even though the police wanted to keep them separate, they did get together and talk. But I don't believe that they were alone. Um, but they did fight. Uh, I say they. I think Todd kind of fought to be with his yeah, dad. for sure. And they didn't really fight back. The police didn't fight back. Because they could have separated them if they wanted to, but they didn't. Um, But, yeah, so Todd was there. um, But the rest of the family was not. They were away at college Mm -hmm. and um, the different places that they shall be. Um, But you didn't have any quarrels with police, correct? No, from what I could tell, I mean, um, it's usually, like, the the first thing we look at. Like, hey, like, what did they screw up? (laughs) Right. Um, And for the most part, yeah, I mean, they... um, the initial uh, responding officers called in, you know, a detective that was a little more, you know, seasoned in types of crimes like this. So mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll get more into that stuff. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, they, they called in the right people to get um, a handle on the scene for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to go into Kathleen and her background a little bit because... This was actually really hard to research. It took me a long time to come up with the little bit that I found about her. I was able to find a pretty cool website, um, which is called petersonstaircase.com. Um, it's Behind the Staircase. is a very um, interestingly put together um, website. I have fact-checked them, so I do believe the majority of what I th- it's not really it's not a satirical website really um it just puts a lot of the things together um so like that's where I found my transcript I did find transcript somewhere else I just like where this how yeah. is laid out um but on this website they have um Kathleen Peterson's um funeral notice and that's where I got a lot of the information about her I was also able to find another article um that I think that Caitlin had something to do with, again, was fact-checked a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, 
I will go into a little bit about her. So, um, Kathleen was born February 21st, 1953 in Greensboro, North Carolina, which I did not know she was from North Carolina because she was raised in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, home of the Amish. <laughs> she was voted Girl of the Year in Lancaster last in the 60s, so, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I think that's I've never cool. heard that before, but yeah. that doesn't shock me. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, she went to Lancaster McCassie High School. She was president of the debate club. She was the first person to take the advanced Latin at Franklin and Marshall College um, mm -hmm. in her high school. So she said while she was in high school. Wow. Um, she was editor of the school newspaper called The Generation. She graduated top of her class of almost 500 students and was she was published in the Who's Who book of American High School students. Mm. She's very accomplished very early on. Yeah. Um, she seems like the it girl, and everybody yeah. loved her. Um, yeah. She was also a Duke grad, mm. which is how she ended up in Durham. She was the first female accepted into the School of Engineering in 1971. Wow. Uh, which is phenomenal. I'd never heard that. Yeah. Um, she got a bachelor's and a master's in engineering. Um, at the time of her death, she was an executive at Nortel uh, Networks and Research Triangle Park. Uh, she's known for raising money for the North Carolina Ballet and the American Dance Festival. Um, she served on the board of Durham Arts Council. Um, she was married to Mike. Um, she got married to Michael in 1997, but she was previously married to Fred Atwater in 1977 to 1985, who, and they had Caitlin together. Yeah. Um, what, another interesting fact, this is going to go into our conspiracies a little bit later on, but just something I didn't know. Um, she had a $1.8 million life insurance policy. Um, that was previously, it had Fred's name on it yeah. until she got married in 1997 to Michael. But right. up until 1997, it was Fred, and they had been divorced for many a year. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting to me. Yeah, almost 10 years they had been divorced. Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, no, over 10 years. Over, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. And the mansion that they lived in, the one that she died in, she was the sole owner of, not Michael. Michael mm. had nothing to do with it. Um, and they were $100,000 in debt, primarily because of Michael, um, mm. because she was pretty good with her money. Um, yeah. I, but I think, as we know, you collect your spouse's debt. <laughs> Unfortunately, I gave yeah. you my debt. Um, but um, I think that's where they're getting the $100,000. I don't think it was Kathleen, um, to mm. my knowledge. Um, and then after her death... Nortel paid Michael $384,164 to Michael of, like, spousal funds. Hmm. Later on, Caitlin sues for that money and still has not heard, to my knowledge, anything about that money because Nortel claims that they did what their policies say. Right. Um, but she's fighting the Slayer policy. Not policy, Slayer... Um, that the, there's a federal rule that you can't give money to people who are found guilty of murder. Mm. Um, so they can't receive the life insurance policies. They can't receive any payouts. But that, but my, so that would include though, if at the time when they received the money, they weren't convicted. They, they, the money should have went back. Huh? Yeah. It's, it's the Slayer. It's kind of weird though. I feel like, like I get it, but at the same time, like, well, because payouts happen relatively quickly. Yeah. I mean, you got to remember that the trial didn't happen for, what, two years? Yeah. So he would have already been paid out by that point. He used that money to later 
start his um, defense. Yeah. Um, so, hmm. yeah, I didn't know that. I found somewhere that um, I knew that Caitlin had sued for the money. She and her father had a little. They were off and on close um, mm-hmm. for years. That was that's a known fact. When he were they if it, uh, I'm losing my words. The life insurance policy was in the end paid to Fred. Yeah. And Caitlin sued for that money because they weren't married. They weren't really even on speaking terms, I believe, at that point. They hadn't talked in a while. Yeah. Um, and rightfully, I think it was hers, and I think Kathleen intended for it to be hers. Um, so I, 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 you know, good for her. They It was split between her and Fred, but we won't know the amount because that was kept private. We just yeah. know that it was like a 1.8. I've seen somewhere between 1.5 and 1.9s. But most reported it was one point eight, so that's what I'm going with. Over a million dollars is what right. we know. Um, and then again, she's still fighting, as far as I know, with Nortel, um, and hasn't got any more money from them because they're still claiming innocence. That might take a while. Um, so yeah, that's really all I could find about Kathleen. And we're not very. That's a very short first episode. Um, yeah. Because, you know. She was loved. She very much was, you know, a part of her community. Her stepkids loved her. She loved them. She treated them like family. Um, yeah, I mean, she... Yeah, I mean, they talk about it in the, in the HBO series, and I'm sure we'll get more to it. She really she really helped with, especially with um, the one son, Clayton. Yeah, uh, with school. With almost. school and, like, issues with him and stuff like that, so... Yeah, she was very much I'm sure, a and we'll, we'll definitely talk about the spring break incident. Yes. So, that'll that'll kind of come into play, how she had to help with that and everything that went down with that. Yeah, but, I mean, I feel like that's more of a testament to, like... I feel like that's a testament to who she is, yeah. but also, like, you know, giving money isn't a character... You know, and but right, she, but it's 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 the fact that it wasn't her actual son, and you know. Yeah, no, that, she did a lot. Like, yeah. and I commend her for it. I think that was just a small piece of who she was, though. Like, I think like I think it's just overlooked how great of a human and how loved she was because yeah. people kind of hone in on Michael um, and who he was and how shysty he was and. Um, all of the things that he was involved in and kind of just say, well, yeah, poor, poor Kathleen and then drop it. And then they focus on the family and on Michael and that's not really fair. Um, so even though this is a relatively short episode, I wanted to make it about her. Mm -hmm. Um, because as much as I'm going to try to catch us and bring her up and who she was and everything, it's difficult um, because a lot of this case has to do with Michael and, and who he is as a person yeah. and his family, um, more so than Kathleen and who she was and what happened to her, unfortunately. So, um, do you have anything to add? No, I, I think I think you got it pretty good. I mean, I think just in general, it's I mean it's the same deal with you know with like the I we I said it before I said it last night when we talked about this and you know decided that this was going to be the next case i said this is going to be our next like Ednon case yeah type. you know this is going to be the one where we're going to have a lot of opinions differing oh, yeah. opinions 
and all that, but we can't lose sight of what, like, the real task is involving this, is that is kind of getting, you know, getting out there. And then, like, obviously, it's not a spoiler. We know about Michael's conviction. I mean, that's just how right. it is, you know. But, you know, so in some people's eyes, justice was done. But at the same time, we still think that there's a story that needs to be told um, yeah. in terms of how everything went down. But there's always that you know, well, the focus goes away from who the actual victim is in this whole case. Right. So we want to make sure that her story is told, that Kathleen's story is told, because ultimately she's the one today that can't tell her story. Right. Michael can still tell a story, but she can't. So it's important that we, um, you know, get that out there. Yeah. So I think we're going to leave you with that. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, short episode the other ones will be longer, so that'll make up for it. Yeah. Um, but if you have anything to add, if you know the family and want to talk about it, if you just want to talk about it, whatever, send us an email at podcast.case.closed at gmail.com. Right. You can find us at Instagram at podcast um, underscore case closed or podcast case closed. I can never remember these things. Let me <laughs> please hold while I double check our instagram is podcast case closed all one word um and then we have a facebook you can find us it's podcast case closed question mark add on is our picture yep. i may change it to kathleen for the time being um so either add on or kathleen depending on when you hear this yeah um let us know what you guys think about multi-parters if you'd rather have a longer episode i'll put a poll down below um for this one, we're going to do multi-parters, but yeah. in the future, let us know, because right. I don't mind either way. It doesn't really change um, even really how we record. Um, I just want to know what you guys would rather listen to yeah. is longer episodes right. that are an hour, hour and a half long, or if you'd rather have 45-minute episodes and kind of break it up over a couple yeah. of weeks, um, just so that we know how to better fit you guys. I know what I prefer is longer episodes, yeah. but, you know, but that's totally to you guys um yeah so let us know and we'll talk to you guys soon yeah we'll uh we'll see you guys soon hey bye see ya information presented in this podcast will be cited in the show notes. Music for Case Close composed by Catastrophic Jones. Editing by Olivia McDonald. Case Close is produced by Sean and Olivia McDonald.